Yo, today's QOD is successful people seek counsel where failures listen to opinion. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. It's Throwback Thursday, and we are turning back that clock to episode number 431 and our featured speaker, Greg S. Reed. I love this clip because he covers two concepts that have been major game changers in my life and will change your life as well. Number one, you don't quit. You know, I've seen, I'm like holding my head right now. I've seen so many people quit and they quit early on. They barely get started or they get going and their expectation of how things are going to go isn't quite what happens yet. And then they just decide, you know what, I'm done. And they quit. And, you know, I read this story in the beginning of Think and Grow Rich about being three feet from gold. And you just never know. You never know how close you are to succeeding. But when you quit, you're never going to know. You could have been one feet or one foot, two feet, three feet. Who knows how far you were? You could have been way closer than you thought that you were, but you quit. You cannot quit. You have to keep going because you have no idea how close you may be. Don't quit. And number two, Do not ask people who have never done what you want to do about their opinions for what you want to do. They've never done it before. If they've never done it before, then their opinion is just based on really nothing. And too often we will take that opinion and typically it's a negative opinion about how we can't do it. And we will accept that as truth and stop moving forward. If you're going to ask anybody for their opinion, Ask somebody who has done it before. Nothing else matters. Nothing. It's just talk. Talk to someone who's done it or don't talk to anyone at all. Here's Greg. I had a great mentor. His name is Charlie Tremendous Jones, and he had a quote. He says that you are the same today as you'll be in five years, except for two things. The people you meet and the books you read. It's who you hang out with. It's what you put in your head that determines their character as a person. And the time we're going to have together, I'm going to tap a little bit of both. By the way, this is my big best-selling book called Three Feet from Gold. When I'm done, someone can take it. If you'd like it, I'm not selling it because I didn't sell so good. So here's the deal. Three Feet from Gold is a story about a guy named R.U. Darby. He gets gold fever, but he knows nothing about gold. He goes out west and starts digging, and sure enough, he has a little discovery. He gets excited, so he hides it and buries it. He goes home and tells his family and friends, and they chip in money to buy equipment to pull it out by the truckload. Sure enough, the first ore cart comes out, and it's filled with gold. Woohoo! But then the gold ran out. They kept digging, but there was no more gold. Defeated, Darby walks out of the mine and says, I quit, I'm done, and sees a junk man walking by. He goes, hey, buddy, give me 200 bucks. I'm going to sell you this mine, all the equipment. I'm going back home to Maryland. Well, the junk man looking at the equipment, realizing it was worth thousands, said, of course, you got yourself a deal. Darby goes home defeated. 
But the joke man goes to an engineer and says, what happened? This cat hit gold and ran out. The engineer starts laughing. He goes, that's mining 101. Everyone knows that gold runs in a straight line. It's called a gold vein. What Darby did is he came in one side, hit the gold and popped back into dirt. He said, go back to where they discovered treasure, go 90 degrees, just three feet, the opposite direction, and you'll tap back into the vein. Not only did the junk man pull millions upon millions of dollars out, but that still fills Fort Knox today. And the moral is, how many times have we or someone we know quit one class short from a degree or sales or marketing or taking that step, taking action with that great idea? Now, along the discovery, I had an opportunity to interview a very amazing man. His name is John Schwartz, who invented super string theory. Now, this gentleman is a very amazing individual because for 10 years, everyone said he was crazy. They said, if Albert Einstein couldn't figure out string theory, what makes some college professor think he could? For 10 years, he was a laughingstock in his own society, his friends, families, his peers, until finally a decade goes by and Dr. Michael Green and him get together and prove that their theory is the most accurate and John Schwartz becomes the father of what we know as string theory. And I said, why would you not quit why wouldn't you give up for 10 years when everyone said you were wrong? He looked at me and said, that's easy. I knew I was right. And he said, never let another person or yourself talk you out of what you know to be true. And he gave me the greatest little tidbit I've ever had. He said, successful people seek counsel where failures listen to opinion. I said, what's the difference? He goes, Counsel is based on wisdom, knowledge, mentorship. People have already paved the way where opinion is based on ignorance, lack of knowledge, inexperience, like people may have never have done what you're about to venture upon. Let's say you go to someone and say, I'm gonna write a book. Well, your family friend who's never done it before might tell you all the reasons you'll fail. If you go to Mark Victor Hansen, who wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul, he's gonna say, hey, before you get started, here's what you need to know and give you counsel based on wisdom, knowledge, and mentorship. John Schwartz said, if we would spend our activities only seeking counsel and ignoring people's opinion, that's the day your life would change. And out of all the interviews I've done around the world, one of my favorite one rings true is from a, a poet, a philosopher, Evander Holyfield. You know the boxing guy? I didn't see it either. I went to him and said, Evander, how in the world did you win more heavyweight championships than anyone? He said, that's easy. I have a higher standard. He goes, if you have a car and you won't tolerate it running bad, being dirty, you have a higher standard in a nicer car than your neighbor. In sports, I showed up early, I left late, I invented exercises, I had a higher standard and I won more championships than anyone. I said, but didn't it hurt being in a fight? He goes, God, yeah, but when you're in a fight, you don't focus on the pain. You don't focus on the blows. As soon as you focus on the pain, you end up on your back knocked out. But that's what people do outside the ring. They focus on gas prices, war, economy, and they wonder why they never become a champion. And he pulled me in tight. This Adonis of a man missing half a year bitten off by Tyson, right? He says, you know what the funny thing is? He says, when you do win the championship, he says, everyone comes to their feet and they chant your name. They raise your hand in victory. And the guy puts a big shiny belt around your waist. And at that moment, and at that second, you don't feel even one of the punches you took along the journey. But the guy in the losing locker room will have every excuse and feel every bruise for the rest of their life wishing they had a higher standard. So look, 
I don't know every person in this room, but I do know this about you. You are the person that everyone around you comes to for counsel. You are the person that everyone else thinks got it all together, but you're like that pretty shiny duck on the water. On top, you look fantastic. Underneath, you're swimming like the rest of us. But the realities are, you've also been putting yourself last. You know, we always take care of our peers, our friends, our family, our coworkers, and we say, we're gonna wait until it's my time. It's called a bad case of the one size. That means I'm gonna take action once I get the big break, once I get the kids out of the house. But the best time to take action is the moment that it strikes you. So right now, I'm gonna give you an opportunity, a challenge, so to speak, to draw a line in the sand and you step across and you say, it's my turn. For years, I've been watching other people not as smart as me have more success. That day ends today. You draw a line in the sand and you say, it's my turn. I've got the idea for that next play, that book, The American Spirit. I will not take it to my grave. Right now, someone in the seat is thinking, I've got something so special, but you're afraid to share it with whatever the people think. Remember that coffee mug at Disneyland that says, what would you do if you could not fail? Forget about it. What would you do if you didn't care what someone else might think? You draw a line in the sand and you step across and you say, it is my turn. You've got greatness inside of you. The fact is, someone in this room right now is thinking to themselves, that person is me. I invite you to draw a line in the sand. You step across and you step into your greatness and say, it is my turn. And when you want to say die and throw in the towel, that's when you kick it in the most. You could literally be just three feet from gold. All right, fantastic throwback Thursday stuff with Greg S. Reed. You can visit his website at gregreed.com. You can pick up his book, Three Feet from Gold, at the QOD Bookstore at qodbooks.com. And if you want to watch today's entire talk, it is on the YouTube. It is called Greg S. Reed, Novus United Nations Presentation. That's it for me. I'm going to see you tomorrow. We've got Bruce Lipton on the show, and you've got to listen to it. It's really, really, really good. I will see you then. I'm out. Peace.